Boys, what if my dogs start barking? That's the question. That's fine. Do not do not worry about the dogs barking. Um, as you know, I'm a very official and professional personal trainer who's very straight edge. So you know, I want to be taken seriously. <laughs> right. I feel like I need to actually record an intro for this because I, I just make this up as I go along. Right. Anyway. Welcome to another PT podcast with Joanna. Um, she's enjoyed a lot of success over lockdown in terms of weight loss and, in all honesty, Instagram growth. She's absolutely smashing it right now. She probably puts up some of the nicest foods onto her stories. Um, with that being said, welcome, Joanna. How are you doing? Hi, I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Yeah, doing good, thank you. Doing good, thank you. So, first question is, what is your spirit animal? Uh, a butterfly. Why? I think just because I'm delicate and <laughs> I like to be free and yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. I'm quite calm, calm person. Yeah, awesome. So with that being said, you know, give me a bit of a introduction. Who are you? Uh, so I'm Joanna. I'm 31. Um, just live in Essex in England. Um. And got two little dogs, two little chihuahuas, and I just like to cook nice food, really. Yeah, yeah. And what is your go-to food? What's your favourite bit of food you've cooked so far? I really like fakeaways. So, um, like the KFC fakeaway, that's one of my favourites. Yeah. Um, curries, I cook a lot of curries. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just anything homemade. Where do you get the inspiration for all of your meals? Instagram, really. Yeah. Yeah. And I just like trying different things, like just putting it together myself, like what I've got in the cupboard or what I've got at home. Because I see sometimes you have those recipe cards. I've not really looked into them properly. Who are they? And oh, yeah, that's Gusto. Um, yeah. That's quite good. Like I get that four days a week sometimes. I've stopped it at the moment. Um, yeah. But they're quite handy. Like you get a lot of different recipe ideas from there as well yeah and what sort of food do they give you do you sort of like get anything or do they just send you you know here's a random four for the week yes so you can select four meals out of about a list of 30 yeah um and you can get anything from like bacon double cheeseburger like all homemade or you can get like healthy like salmon with bulgur wheat and vegetables and yeah, all different things. You can get soups, yeah, pastas, yeah, yeah. and it teaches me different ways to cook things as well. Yeah, but like quite often yeah. I've used them cards just to cook like the bulgur wheat a different way. Yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, but I, I think I stick to the cheeseburgers. You know, want to see from that list. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so what? Right now, how is life going for you since lockdown? Because obviously, I know work-wise, lockdowns changed your life you know quite substantially talk to me a bit about that yeah so like obviously a year ago um I was put on furlough from my job and I loved my job um but then I just thought oh I'm on furlough for a couple of months got a couple of months off um but then in August they made made me redundant they made like 50 people redundant yeah um so yeah that was a bit of a shock but then I, in September, I decided to go back to college because yeah. I've always enjoyed doing nails and I thought now's the perfect opportunity to do that. Yeah. So um, 
yeah, I went back to education and done that. And I've literally just finished this week. So how did um, that go? Have you passed or? Well, I think I've passed. I've passed all my assessments, all my exams, but we haven't sort of got confirmation or a certificate yet. But um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've passed. <laughs> so, so what did you do before nails? And what, what was your job? You got made uh, redundant from? I was a domiciliary optical advisor, so I'd drive around Essex, Suffolk, Norfolk, and um, delivering glasses to like the elderly and housebound. Okay. And, um, because my background has always been optics since I was yeah. 18. I've always worked in opticians. Um, so I really liked it, like just driving around. But the only thing is, that's what made me put all my weight on. Yeah. Because yeah. I was in the car and I needed food, like, conveniently. And I'd stop at petrol stations all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I did really love the job. Because, yeah, I, like, I'm, I'm, quite, I'm quite happy you brought that topic up because it's a bit awkward sometimes when I have to bring it up. But, yeah, so talking... You know, I've been following you on Instagram probably since October. Um, I don't know exactly, but so obviously I've seen towards the end of your transformation yeah. um, and how, how well you've been smashing it. You know, how did you get into it? What what gave you the motivation to think, right, this is it. It's time to, you know, get cooking. Yeah, well, that November, December last year, I went to Rome for my 30th and I was just so uncomfortable that like, walking around or my tight, all my clothes was tight. Um, and looking at photos I just hated them and obviously then Christmas come and I probably piled on more weight Um, so then January I started going to the gym before work yeah like I was I've been a gym member for ages but I didn't really have the motivation I hated going in the evenings because it's just so busy Um, and you never want to go after work you just come in you want to have your dinner and like chill out exactly so I thought I've got to do this. So January, I started going to the gym five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I'd leave for work at 7.45. And yeah. then I'd come yeah. home, have my dinner, and I'd be really tired, so I would go to bed early. Yeah. But it just worked really well. I'd do that about three days a week. Yeah. Um, but there's still the food-wise, I still didn't have the time to cook the food from scratch. And obviously, I know the majority of weight loss is food. It's not just workout. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't really shifting as quickly as I'd like. But then obviously, when I was put on furlough in March, yeah. I had the time to do the food. And um, I know you don't like this, but I've done mm. Juice Plus, like the shakes for breakfast and some lunches. Um, and it just worked really well. I was going on walks every um, every day walking and yeah. then about three or four home workouts a week like dance ones yeah um I think you just got to do find something that you like because otherwise you won't stick with it yeah and something that's fun and easy to follow yeah and with that being said when life goes back to normal obviously you said you used to wake up at five to go to the gym do you think this yeah. is, is that going to be a habit you're going to get back into or do you think you're just going to stick with home workouts now? I'll definitely be going back to the gym. I'm still a member. Um, but obviously I won't be going at five o'clock in the morning because <laughs> I haven't got to go before work. Yeah. Um, but I will still go in the morning because I just prefer to work out in the morning, just not yeah. that early. Um, yeah. yeah, I can't wait to get back into the gym, especially now the weather's nice as well. Like I'll walk to the gym, yeah. do my workout and then walk home. Just and don't that's a good don't fall over a fence, though. <laughs> no, not this time. 
<laughs> I'm going to just make the walk a bit longer and walk around the fence. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and, and like I tell a lot of people, you know, is, you know, try to get to the gym before work. And I feel like at times people sort of turn to me and think, well, it's easy for you to say you're a personal trainer. You know, you, you're meant to live and breathe this stuff. How did you start waking up that early to motivate yourself to go to the gym? Because I know when I, when I first started doing this, when I worked in recruitment, my alarm would go off at 5.30 and literally it took me half an hour just going like, come on, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it in my head to get me out of bed. What, what tips would you give people, you know, to wake up that early and do, do it? I mean, I am quite an early person anyway. Like even when I've been off work, I wake yeah. up sort of five, six o'clock. Yeah. Um, but um, I think you've just got to really be motivated and just really want it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I don't trust people. Yeah. Like, how can you wake up Definitely. that early and it being easy? Honestly, my missus said to me uh, uh, two days ago, I don't get why you have seven alarms to wake up in the morning. <laughs> a lot of people say put the phone across the room so you've got to get out of bed to turn it off. I know, but then I just turn around and go back into bed. <laughs> <laughs> you are um, right. And, and yeah, and for people listening, you know, if, if you don't do that already, you know, that's something worth looking into is just conveniently try, you know, hiding your phone somewhere. At one point, I even tried yeah. like, alarms that wake you up and you have to do like mathematical equations first thing in the morning. Oh, really? <laughs> but then I worked out if I just close the app, it closes the whole thing. So rather than oh. <laughs> turn off the alarm, I just turn off the app, like completely close the app and, you know, solve that problem. But yeah. yeah. So, yeah. 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 I think it takes a while to get into it, but once yeah. you get into that routine, just keep sticking with it. And after a couple of weeks, it won't be hard. Because like, yeah. even though I'm up early, it was the getting and, like, dressed and going to the gym yeah. bit, which was yeah. a bit hard. But yeah. just stick with it and it will be like after a few weeks, you won't even notice it. It'll exactly. just fall into a routine. And Exactly. And one thing I tell people is, okay, you, you know, you probably wake up for work half six, seven. In my eyes, waking up at half six, seven is no different than waking up at, you know, 5.30 in the morning. It's a struggle either way. You know, the alarm's going off. You, yeah. you want to hit snooze. You want to hit snooze in my case. But it's just about knowing, you know, I, I got to the point where I feel slightly guilty if I just hit snooze and stayed in bed because my alarm would go off in an hour's time. And I'd just be like, well, I've just wasted that. I'm in the same position I was at the start, still not wanting to get out of bed. But now I've just lost out on the gym. And I think yeah. as well as, you know, as you said, you go to bed quite early, don't you? And yeah, I do. It helps going to bed early because, you know, the last hour, two hours of the night, all you're doing is just pretty much watching net Netflix. That's it. You know? Yeah. And also, like once or twice a week, I switch my phone off about 8 p.m. Yeah. And I feel like I just get a better night's sleep and just my mind switches off. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's one awesome feature with iPhones now is you have that bedtime mode where yeah. you just don't get any notifications. And I urge everyone to do it is, you know, 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night, just put it on bedtime mode. Yeah, you know, that's it. Nothing's, you know, you, you can wait until the morning. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, getting that through to people. So, yeah, obviously, uh, I actually got made uh, redundant. 
how did you cope with that? Because I know a lot of people listening may be going through, you know, a similar situation as you're going through in terms of redundancy and, you know, no jobs yeah. because of COVID. I was really upset at first because where I love the job, but I just see it as, well, this is my chance to like do something that I've always wanted to do because I would have never have left that job to go and do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just felt like now is my opportunity. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was either apply for a different job and I know jobs are really hard at the minute and there isn't that many going, but that I'm glad I've used that six months to train in something that I've always wanted to do. And but yeah, just turn it around into a positive. I know it is horrible, but just yeah. try and look on a bright side and yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I'm in the similar situation to you. You know, I got made redundant and just thought, what's the worst thing that's going to happen in a year's time if you don't go chase a dream? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So how was your lockdown going so far, though? Uh, what, the third one? <laughs> this one? I've, lo- I've lost count with your, your <laughs> UK right now. Um, yeah, ha- like all, all three. Talk, talk me, you know, a bit about how the whole thing's going for you. Yeah, so the first one, obviously, it was all fitness, weight loss. The sun was out, sitting in the garden. Yeah. Um, so that one I really enjoyed. Um, then I got made redundant. Then I went to college. Then, like, the second one was studying, homework. Yeah. Um, and it was winter, so it was definitely less walks. Yeah. Um, but I still kept up with, like, the healthy eating, even though I wasn't doing as much fitness. Yeah. Um, and then this one, obviously, I've had surgery in the past week, so um, the fitness at the moment isn't there, but I'm hoping next week I can get back out walking. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the food... I'm going to start cooking again. Well, I did cook, not last night, the night before. Yeah. Last night I had a treat and got Domino's. That's naughty. <laughs> I love a good Domino's. Although it's bad, their garlic dip, I, I love their garlic dip. But yeah. sometimes it's more calories than actual pizza itself. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, it's not going to stop me from, you know, eating it. I just think yeah. oh, if I eat that, I just walk more. Yeah, that's it. But this one I'm going to, now I'm qualified, I'm going to, still carry on with my fitness when I can, still yeah. carry on with the cooking. And then now it's just like looking for a job, something that I want to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then in a couple of weeks, I'll be able to open, because I've set one of the spare rooms up as like a little nail salon. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'll be able to do nails when we can. I think from the 12th of April, hopefully, yeah. if that goes ahead. Yeah. So, so you're just going to be sort of, you know, doing people's nails at your house and kind of thing? Yeah, I do want to get a job as well, um, yeah. but just part-time job and then part-time nails, just yeah. so I can do yeah, both. Yeah. And yeah. what struggles have you had during uh, this lockdown? Oh, well, all three lockdowns. What, what, sorry? What struggles have you had during the lockdowns? Well, the first one, um, my mum got cancer and she had, had to have a full hysterectomy. Yeah. Um, so, like, I did... Obviously, it's a really upsetting time, and I couldn't even see, couldn't see her at all, yeah. which was horrible. Um, and then this third one, she got COVID pneumonia and was in hospital again. Yeah. Um, and again, I couldn't see her, couldn't really do nothing. Yeah. 
So I think that's the struggle is seeing family and friends. I think that's what I've missed most. Yeah. Um, and obviously where I've been quite ill with my endometriosis as well. Yeah. Um, I've struggled with that. But I always just try and keep going when I can. Like yeah. I'll have a really bad day, but it doesn't mean that you have to have like a bad week or anything. The next day, if I feel better, I'll just turn it around and just yeah. do what I can. Yeah. You, you pretty much answered the next question I was about to uh, say. Is, you oh. know, <laughs> so, yeah, you just sort of, you, you know, because like on Instagram, you come across as probably, I joke about it, you know, one of the most positive people in Essex kind of thing. You know, yeah. it's amazing. Like, you know, on the surface, like, of course, I probably wouldn't. Like, you, I couldn't tell, you know, you had low points during the lockdown since I've been following you. Because you're yeah. always so positive, always in a good, good mood kind of thing. Firstly, I try not to talk about it because I feel yeah. like if I talk about it, then it's bringing attention to it. And yeah. I just don't like to pay attention to any negativity in my life too yeah. much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I just try and be happy and stay positive and see yeah. the bright side. Obviously, with illnesses and stuff, you can't really see a bright side because there isn't a bright side. But you've just got to like do what you can yeah. and just try and stay positive. Yeah, and just don't dwell on any negative stuff in your life. Yeah, and like, how, how is your mum doing now? Is she all good? Yeah, yeah, she's okay. She's actually going back to work next week, so awesome. Um, yeah, she's a lot better. Thank you. Yeah. So, so how you know for people who are struggling, you know, who may feel depressed and feel upset, you know, okay, we're not psychologists, so we're going to talk about you know your experience and what works for you, not necessarily what will work for everyone else is. What do you do? How do you flip the negatives into a positive? Um, just always try and look at it and see, like, an example. Okay, so I've lost my job, but yeah. then write a list of, like, what you can do with that time. Yeah. Like, write down what you can do to change that into a positive or, um, yeah. So, so sort of like, write down you know everything that's going well in life kind of thing so you have that reminder of everything rather than just trying to keep everything up in your head yeah that's it like focus on everything that's going well because also all like during that time my husband was out of work a lot because he's a tattoo artist so in lockdowns he couldn't work so like money was tight and but what I see as a plus side was one I learned to budget really well and like cook healthy foods because we had to just use fresh foods yeah and um, yeah. and two like we got to spend a lot of time together which was really nice yeah. which we never would have yeah. like yeah. when would I have spent four months five months at a time every day like going on walks and yeah. taking the dogs yeah. out yeah like yeah that was a really nice side of lockdown exactly yeah and, and all the zoom quizzes that you do with families and friends and kind of thing as well don't think there's gonna yeah. be any Zoom quizzes ever again. No, the first lockdown there was loads, like every week we was having them. But yeah. then the second and the third have just been none. <laughs> yeah. And you you've sort of answered the question already, but obviously when the gyms reopen, you're gonna be sort of first in line to get back, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. So we'll be going, hopefully, I aim to go sort of about four times a week yeah. whilst I'm not working. Yeah. Um, and then just see how I go. And obviously, you're going to be going back. 
for people who may be debating if they want to, you know, go back to the gym or not, what's driving you to go back to the gym rather than just continue doing home workouts, which obviously you've enjoyed a lot of success with so far? Yeah, I prefer the gym. Like, I like the gym environment. I like having my headphones on. I like using the different equipment. Yeah. Um, at home, like you're quite limited. I don't really like home workouts as such. It's more like the dancey ones and yeah. um. Like if you just gave me some weights and told me to like jog on the spot and all that, I'd just I'd get bored and yeah. I wouldn't do it. Um, I like using the cross trainer at the gym, the rowing machine, yeah. and obviously I haven't got all that at home. So, and um, that's what motivates me. That's what I enjoy. Yeah. But if someone enjoys home workouts more, yeah. um, then just stick with that and just do that. Like just you've really got to find out what you enjoy and what you stick to, yeah. And um, because obviously everyone's different, and yeah. um, yeah. and like even if you're keeping it the same, it doesn't matter. It's still exercise. It's still fitness. I think exactly hundred percent. And I think so many people, especially like it's one thing, one massive bed bug I have with like the fitness industry. You have a lot of people who say, "Oh, you have to do hit. Oh, you have to do this. You have to do that." But for a lot of people, it's, you just need to get moving. Yeah, that's it. If you're active, you're active. It doesn't really matter in which way. No. Um, like, if all the walks I do, I tend to stick to exactly the same route. My yeah. husband's like, don't you want to go somewhere different? And I'm like, no, because I like that route. Like, I know it, it's easy. I feel safe. Um, exactly. So I will literally do that five days a week yeah. <laughs> every yeah. morning yeah. just because yeah. that's what I like. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I, I, hundred percent and I think you, you know sort of from, from uh, conversations we've had in the past is you know you do stuff that you enjoy and because you do stuff you enjoy you stay consistent and by yeah. consistent is where the success lies that's it you have got to just try everything until you find something you enjoy like, I have tried a lot don't get me wrong I've tried so much in the past and it yeah. took me a long time to get here yeah. But now I know if someone said, oh, do you want to go to yoga? I'm like, no, no. I don't. I don't like it. I don't want to go to yoga. <laughs> I love, yoga is something I want to get into, but I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. It's just so boring. Yeah, I'd like I'd love to be able to enjoy it, but I just don't. That's it. Yeah. And so I know that and I won't do it. Maybe in a couple of years when I'm a bit older, I'll try it again. But, but for now, I know it's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's yoga. It's yoga the least favourite then. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Well, I'll put you on the spot a bit here then. What's <laughs> the weirdest sort of thing you, you, you've tried in terms of your health and fitness? Uh, or would you say you've well, done conventional stuff? I mean, I don't know about weird, but I've done a step class. This yeah. was, I think, in about August time, and I was trying a lot of different classes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I tried to step. And oh, I couldn't keep up at all. Like you're hopping over the step and up the step, and everyone's so quick at it. And I felt felt like I was so slow, and I just couldn't keep up. And like I just felt like a, I don't know, fairy elephant. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, th- I think the main thing you know to take from that as well is you know even if you find something you don't like, don't give up. You know, yeah. different opportunities. There's so many different classes nowadays. You know, That's it. yeah. And what is your favourite moment of lockdown? Um, just spending time with husband and the boys, really. The boys means the dogs, right? 
yeah, yeah, dogs. <laughs> I'll call on the boys. <laughs> <laughs> and any, anything in particular you've you know really enjoyed? You know, you you you've done with your husband. Careful, it's PG. This show that you've done with your husband <laughs> in terms of you know going out for Pacific walks or anything like that. Um. I mean, we've got, we did find a new route opposite us. I wouldn't go on my own, but it's like through fields and that's really nice. Yeah. Um. So we like doing that. And just in the summer, it was so nice just sitting in the garden, in the sun, having barbecues. Yeah. And he's actually built a pizza oven as well in this lockdown. So we've got okay. that to enjoy. <laughs> Fair play. That sounds impressive. And But like from everything you're saying as well, it sounds like even not so much about your physical fitness, but your mental fit health, your mental fitness. You're doing a lot of stuff outside, especially in the summer. You're going out to get vitamin D. You know, like the moment, I don't know about you, but the moment the sun's out, my mood dramatically gets a lot more excited, you know. And I think it's so important, you know, to keep the attitude you have where, you know, you make it outside as much as possible. Yeah, like now, obviously it was a year ago when I started all this and yeah. and now the weather's getting nice and I just keep looking outside thinking I just can't wait to get back into it again and yeah. go on my walks and hopefully next week I'll be able to do it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just feel like I'm going to do that whole new journey over again Yeah, like with the fitness and the food. Yeah. I just want to do it again, ready for this summer. I haven't put any of the weight back on, which is good. Yeah. Um, it just means I'll tone up more and lose a bit more weight. Yeah. So if you need a personal trainer, you know where to get me. <laughs> no, but like, and obviously, you know, you, you basically have the date June 21st from Boris, where it sounds like the UK is going to reopen. So at least you yeah. have something to be looking forward to. And you have that date in the calendar. Um, looking forward to it. And what three tips would you say for people, you know, getting ready to go back to normal? What do you think is going to be? Um, just try and sort of stay positive and sort of talk to your friends and family and try and make plans, but don't overwhelm yourself. Because yeah. I know for me, like I do feel a bit scared to go to like busy places again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that'd just be so strange. Like, I can't imagine being in a night, nightclub or that. Yeah. And just seeing people next to you kind of thing. Like, yeah. social distancing. And to be fair, like, I've just got gone onto your Instagram and you, you shared a decent thing on your story, you know. After lockdown, remember who checked on you, texted you and supported you with a massive cross through it. Sort of... Yeah. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah. It's been hard... <laughs> It's been hard for like everyone, hasn't it? Yeah. And you know, I know I've been going through stuff, but as I say, I don't really talk about it massively. Yeah. Like some of my close friends and family know, some don't. Yeah. Um. So if I haven't contacted someone, it's because I've been going through stuff myself, and that's the same for everyone. So just don't don't judge people off of like if they haven't contacted you because they've probably been going through something. Thing or had their struggles and yeah. um, yeah. it's a hard time for everyone and I think that's what sort of keeps me staying positive as well is the fact that everyone is going through it yeah. so you've just got to try and like see the good and just be there for each other um when you can yeah and I think like especially from 
a male point of view, you know, it's uh, sometimes deemed as weak to be talking about your feelings, you know. So, so you probably you, you you may have some sort of you know guy and girlfriends as as well. I'm not going to say you know exclusively guys who deal with it, um, who don't want to be talking to people not because they don't want to talk to you, because they feel like if they come talk to you and you they talk about um their problems, you're going to be like, oh, stop moaning, just deal with it. And they feel very insecure about that. So that could be why some of your friends haven't been reaching out to you. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I think you just got to be there for people when you can. But if someone hasn't been there for you, just don't like yeah. fall out with them or judge them over it. Exactly. And, and I heard a half-decent quote a while back, is when you put all your problems on the table, you realise how small it is compared to other people. But I think right now that's in a way quite a bad attitude to have. Like, okay, yeah, some people may have bigger problems than you, but it doesn't mean your problems are insignificant and you shouldn't talk about your problems. Yeah, that's it. Just don't buy it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And what be your, like a few uh, tips on sort of maintaining weight loss and how to continue weight loss kind of thing just treat yourself still like if you fancy chocolate have chocolate but have it in just smaller portions yeah and the same with dinners i have them in like smaller portions than what i used to yeah um again it takes a few weeks to get used to um you might feel a little bit hungry but then have like some extra fruit and veg um but yeah just try and cut your portions down and if you want chocolate, like, because one of my friends say, oh, if I bought a chocolate bar, I'd end up eating the whole thing. But what I do, I break off like four squares of chocolate, add two little sweets in there. Then I'll take that bowl to the sofa and then sit and watch telly and pick at that. I won't take the whole chocolate bar like in the living room. I'll just leave it in the cupboard. And then that big chocolate bar will last me a week then. I, I like that idea, but... I am like your friends where even though it's <laughs> in the cupboard, it's going. Yeah, but you just got to have willpower. Yeah, no, 100%. And I now have the attitude. I don't buy that much chocolate. I don't buy that much sweets for that reason. I know how I am. And I spoke to someone a few days ago. They're like, yeah, that's a binge eating problem. But I don't want to put a binge eating label on it because I don't feel like it's that serious. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. a solution. You don't need to feel like just because you go off and do that to me I deem that as relatively normal yeah I don't feel like you know it's a problem with you it's a problem with your mentality if you do stuff like that it's I like chocolate I'm gonna eat chocolate sue me yeah you know what I mean that's it you still gotta have what you enjoy and that keeps you on track because if you was to go two weeks without anything and just chicken and vegetables or something yeah. salmon and vegetables yeah. then like the week after you're absolutely bingy and eat so much rubbish yeah and then like that's just that two weeks was for nothing whereas if you like pace yourself out and eat healthy majority of the time but still have little treats then you'll just do it for a lot longer yeah and one thing i find helps me and my clients a lot are healthy swaps so like talking about yeah. you know chocolate I, I swap a lot of my chocolate now for um, Icelandic yogurt. High protein, low calorie, but you're still getting that like sweet tooth, if that makes sense. You know, yeah. you don't need to be relying on a chocolate bar, or if you're like me, you know, be seven, 800 calories 
a sitting. Yeah. <laughs> or just get like the little chocolate bars that are like 80 yeah. calories. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, there's so many alternatives now. You don't, yeah, you're 100% right. You don't need to be buying the massive dairy milk sort of bars. You can buy, you know, little bite-sized bars. That's, that's it. Good. Yeah. Also, I think don't weigh yourself as well too often. Like, I think I weigh myself like once a month, yeah. if that even. Um, just because I feel like your weight fluctuates so much, like depending on the time of the month, depending yeah. on how much water you had the day before, and yeah. um, depending on what muscles you've worked out. Yeah. And where that fluctuates so much, if I weighed and put on two pounds, I'd be really demotivated and think, oh, I'll just have a pizza or... Oh. Yeah. I'll just have some cookies because it don't matter anyway. I'm not losing weight. Yeah. Whereas if I just don't weigh myself and like stick with it, then I start to notice it in my clothes. And then yeah. I think, oh, I really notice my jeans are loose. I'm going to weigh myself. And then it says, oh, minus seven pounds. Like it's a lot nicer rather than keep weighing yourself like every other day or once a week and just not getting the results you want. I love how you brought that up and I didn't need to like... <laughs> Because I 100 <laughs> agree with you there, and I am very vocal on uh, my socials about it. Is you know, people come to me saying, "Okay," I say 90% of people come to me say, oh, "I want to lose 10 kilos." You don't want to lose 10 kilos. You want the result of losing 10 kilos. So why measure yeah. 10 kilos as a be or end all? Why not measure the result? So like as you, you you know you yeah. touched on it perfectly. You know your genes fitting better. If if, if you're a parent, you know, keeping up with kids around the park or when you're playing with them, if you take your dogs out, being able to, you know, run, run with your dogs, you, you know, there's so many other ways we can measure you, your success. We don't, you know, you sort all that out, your weight will drop. Yeah, that's it. Uh, if, I, if my jeans are loose, I feel so happy and exactly. like, comfortable and confident. Whereas if I've lost like two pounds on the scales... Yeah, you're excited at first, but you don't, that feeling don't last. Yeah. Like you want to feel good and you want to feel confident in yourself. And yeah. that's the main thing. So, yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> 100%. And at the gym I work at, they have like these, you know, body scans and all that stuff that tells you you have this much body fat, you have, you know, this much muscle. Yeah, I, I stood on it a few days ago just just out of curiosity i had 47 percent muscle what does that mean do, yeah, do you mean? <laughs> nor, nor do i i sat there i was like well i still run 5k in about 25 minutes after knowing this i still deadlift about 200 kilos i still you know bench press this this is this number has not changed my life at all yeah that's it know? it's all about having you measure stuff that that you want the result from you know, yeah. ignore the numbers and in the politest way possible if you look at yourself in the mirror you can tell if you're you know if you have a bit too much fat you can tell if you don't have enough muscle you can tell visibly see how you look you don't need yeah. a number telling you how you're meant to feel that's it yeah I want to feel good wearing a dress that I didn't fit in last year or whenever exactly. not like worrying about a number on a scale not worrying about how much pressure you put on the planet when you walk yeah <laughs> right awesome and what would be your sort of final massive takeaway that you know your bit of wisdom you would like everyone to know about before we finish up 
um just stay positive everyone's in the same situation talk to people um and yeah just know what your goal is and just picture that yeah and stick with it it's just consistency that's all you've got to do just find something you like and stay consistent with it because awesome. even though you might not notice the results at the beginning you will in the end it will work out in the end yeah awesome and where can people find you if they want to go get some uh, half decent dinner recipe ideas and, <laughs> and all that sort of stuff um on instagram it's healthy underscore mrs blackwell awesome well hope everyone who listened enjoyed enjoyed that as much as i enjoyed it recording it um that was joanna as i said probably the most positive person in essex um <laughs> have a great one guys take care